Welcome to the Energetic Radio Podcast. My name is Dale Sidebottom. Each week, I'll bring you inspirational guests who will help you bring fun, energy, and purpose into your lives. Let the show begin. Alrighty, welcome back to the podcast, episode number 224 with Tommy Berube. How are you, Tommy? I'm good, Dale. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. How are you doing? Mate, I'm going well. Now, we're talking a little bit off air. Uh, obviously, different circumstances now for everybody around the world. You are in your car because your house is a madhouse in the UK, mate. Do you want to <laughs> yeah. give the listeners a little bit of a picture and, and explain what's going on for you at the moment, mate? So, to the listeners, I am sitting in my car. It is dark outside. I've got the light on in my car. It is wet and gloomy outside. It's pouring with rain, actually. And I'm in here because there are no distractions here. It is just perfect. No one can hear me. I've got no kids around me. It is perfect. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, that is me now. So, mate, Tommy, is that, uh, that's like your little sanctuary at the moment with, uh, obviously, the UK going into stage four again. Is, is the car like your sort of safe spot at the moment where you can get a pe- bit of peace and quiet? Yeah, yeah, that's right. It is actually, Dale. Yeah, it is. It is really peaceful here. So I do like I do like doing some things like this in the car. Is there's nothing open. There's no coffee shops for me to go to. No libraries now. So yeah, it's in my car. <laughs> I, I I like that, mate. I think that's one thing that uh, as a a global nation of people, we've we've found ways to you know make things work, and I think that is a credit to us. And um, there are positives coming out of everything we're going through. So, for the listeners, Tommy, do you want to paint the picture a little bit of you about your background? We'll get into obviously what we're going to talk about today, and um, a couple of those topics are going to be like uh, overcoming fatigue, improving your mood, knocking rid of brain fog, um, improving your gut health, and everything like that. But just paint a picture for the listeners of um, sort of how you got to do what you're doing today, please, mate. Yes. So I've been working in the health and fitness industry for about nine years. I, when I was a youngster, I was going out, drinking, partying, drugs, you name it. And I was on a train one day when I was 17 years old and I saw a bodybuilding magazine on the train. Now, I've never been into bodybuilding. Front cover had this picture of this bodybuilder looking great. And his story was that he would he had been going through a tough time, lots of drugs, lots of alcohol. And it sort of, re- sort of resonated with me, planting a little seed in my head. Despite this, I was no way ready to quit my lifestyle right then. <laughs> But I planted a seed in my head and I knew that I wanted to help people to not go through what I was to go through in the next few years. Because I went through some really bad depression, some really bad health problems. And this was all a, a product of how I was living for years through childhood and growing up. So, yeah, and I just wanted to help people not feel that way. Um, and I wanted to coach people to live a better life. But over the years of being in the fitness industry, that's all evolved now. And I've really tuned into the health side of things. Whereas before it was more calories in, calories out, body fat, this body fat, that gain muscle. Now I'm so in tune with the health side. I eat, live and breathe the health side of it. I love it. And I just want to help people feel their best. And I help business owners achieve peak performance through their gut health. Yep. Perfect. I, I love that, mate. Now, if you don't mind, I wouldn't mind just diving back into that a little bit because you said obviously planting a seed. And I feel um, a lot of the time in the fitness, health industry, education, whatever it is, that 
we always plant seeds and those seeds take longer to grow with certain people. How did though, from seeing that bodybuilding magazine, um, when you were, you know, in that two years of that depressive state in a pretty low in place, how did you finally get that courage or the motivation or the inspiration to change and, you know, now be on this mission to helping other people? What, what was, was that a, did that take a while? How did that happen? Well, Dale, I was always into um, sports and, and fitness when I was younger, but when I got to 15, 16, that all stopped. It all completely stopped. Drink, drink started, drugs started, and it just went down a spiral like that. I had a lot of uh, problems growing up, health problems, problems, family problems, and it just sort of, I got in with the wrong people, or I might have even been the wrong person at the time, and other people <laughs> might have got in with me. I was the wrong person as well, but yeah, it just it just went like that. And then Dow, I went through some really, really some jobs that I had no passion for, working in warehouses and just doing things that I hated doing. Hated getting out of bed. I even got really badly bullied when I was seventeen in one of my jobs, but that I actually took a lot of positives from because it. Every other job I went into after that, there was no, nothing could bother me. You know, it was, it was pretty bad. Um, so, and yeah, and I said to myself one day, that seed that planted in my head from seeing that bodybuilder magazine, I thought, you know what, I want to, I want to try and be a personal trainer. But even when I had that thought in my head, there was still a lot of, a lot more to go for, a lot more dead end jobs and drink and this and that. But yeah, it stayed there and I eventually done it. But don't really like using the term uh, when you hear the term personal trainer i think a lot of people have a lot of different thoughts on it now i mean i've gone with i've gone down the route of the online coaching now but as i said i'm much more with the health side of it now um and i love it i really love it now and uh yeah so with, with that mate it's it's i'm sure a lot of people could relate to all different aspects of your story mate do you know what i mean like in a job that they may not like finding motivation hard to get up each day being bullied at either school or work um do you find that because you've lived and breathed this that resilience that those lessons have taught you um is now helping you in everything you're doing honestly Dal, i think this every day some of the experiences i've been through just help me every single day. And if I wasn't, I do wonder if I wasn't to have suffered with so many health problems, would I have, would I have, you know, would I be living the lifestyle I live now? I'm not too sure, but I do say to people that it is like a miracle, the way the body can change and the way that you have the ability to change because change is available to each and every single one of us. And it is a miracle how it can happen, but it's hard for people to believe it you know, sometimes how they can actually, how good they can feel. Yeah. And, and, and what I find as well, Tommy, is that uh, even if you have abused your body or you've, you know, you haven't put the right fuel into it for a long time, um, it doesn't take long. It's an amazing healing thing, our body. When you start treating it right, it starts treating you right. So let's get into gut health because um, I think there's so much misconception around there of what right eating is, diets, fad diets, all these different things. Um, let's let's talk about what are some really simple and easy tips that listeners could probably implement today um, to start improving their gut health. Yeah, I mean, you know, as as we know, um, that there's so, processed food is so easy to get right now. And I don't know if you've got it over there, but we've got this thing called Deliveroo where we literally, <laughs> we can press a button on our phone, right? And that you can actually, I haven't even done this yet, but you can actually watch on the phone where the person is, how close it is to your door. 
and it drops your food off. Now, all my mates, all my friends are doing this. It's very um, addictive. Sorry, Tom. It's very addictive, mate. I it's a... It's such a strange thing. Like you can search for food for a long time and then you watch and you're like, oh, they've taken the wrong route to my house. Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's it's a really sad thing, but like, I, mate, I can relate. I, I do it. Like, it's crazy. Listen, the world is perfectly crafted and perfectly situated to keep us getting more of all the things that we don't want, need, deserve or have time for. But people aren't really realizing this because the knowledge isn't out there. And every day I'm trying to give people the knowledge and not to tell people what to do, but so when they are ready, they know change is available to them. And what you said about, you know, the, the, the takeaways and things, I used to get a takeaway every single night of the week. They, I'd ring up Papa John's, and as soon as they heard me talk, they knew what I wanted straight away, every single time. <laughs> so going back a few years now, if that app had been on my phone then, I would have been that guy sitting there watching the person take the wrong turn or whatever, that would have been me for sure, for sure. You, and and with that, Tommy, it, it is it's the easy option. Let's be honest; it, it is so yes. easy to uh, order these food. And a lot of time now with produce, and particularly with COVID, that um, a lot of produce is getting more expensive. With our fruit, veggies, meat, etc., like that, it's the cheaper option as well to go to KFC, McDonald's, and go to these places because you can get a happy meal for five, $6 or a Domino's pizza for 10 bucks or, you know, seven or eight quid for you guys. Whereas, you know, cooking a nutrition meal takes time and it, it costs a lot more money. Are, are you finding that it's sometimes it's just lack it's laziness? Well, you're so right, Dale. And people, people are like, you know, I've got to cook it. I've got to wash it up and it's going to cost about the same anyway. So yeah, we might as well get a takeaway and, they, they think like that. And yes, they're saving themselves some time. But you know what? A lot of people, the only thing that might put them off is the fact that, oh, it's a takeaway and I might put weight on. But no one ever thinks about the health side of it. No one ever thinks what is round the corner for them, you know? And I, I think there's a real lack of, a lack of knowledge in this world of people realising what they could be, what could be brewing inside of them over time. And you know, have you heard the, the term death by a thousand cuts? I usually say to people, you know, it's not that one that one night of drink you had. You know, it's more a slow accumulation over time, you know, that does the damage. Yeah, and it really does. And, and that's the thing. And um, a lot of the time, Tommy, people will be really hard on themselves if they, you know, eat a bad meal or they have a, a blowout or something like that. But that's only one opportunity and then you get back on and you're right to go again. Now, one of the best bits of advice I tell people is when you go to the supermarket, don't go into any of the aisles. Stay on the outside because for us in Australia, the fruit and veggies – and the meat are normally on the outside aisles. And, and that's a really good thing because as you said, that's not processed, that's fresh. That's the produce we need. Um, what are some other tips, mate? Let's people listening and um, like probably with Deliveroo and Uber Eats, people want the quick, easy fix and let's give them some today. So no processed. Um, what else can we do to improve our gut health? Well, I mean, a lot of the time, you know, we, we get these illnesses in life and we go to a doctor and usually the first thing the doctor, the doctors are trained to prescribe, simple as that. So we'll get given an antibiotic. Now, my life was full of these. They are lifesavers. They can be lifesavers. But the thing with antibiotics is they kill the bacteria in our gut. Now, that bacteria is precious because once you've killed it, there's no really so much as getting it back. You can, you can take probiotics to put some of it back. But when you've killed a lot of your essential bacteria, you are then 
weakening your immune system. You're setting yourself up for more problems. And those bacteria in our stomach produce things such as B12, the energy vitamin, serotonin, the happy chemical. You know, so if you've killed off a lot of that bacteria, people are going to the doctors with fatigue. People are going to the doctors with depression. But if they feed their bacteria in their gut a little bit more, then those bacteria are going to produce more of the things they want, such as the B12 and serotonin. So I would say to people that eat as many foods as you can that grow. Don't worry if you're going to throw some processed foods in there, but try not to look at it as an all or nothing thing. Get the, get the foods that grow in because they're going to feed your bacteria, nourish it, and that bacteria will then produce all the vitamins that you want to feel good, you know? Yeah, I, I actually love that. And uh, like you just said, if antibiotics are great, but they kill everything. They kill the good and the bad. So if you need them, obviously that's great. But if you're constantly needing them for uh, to, to get rid of those negative things in your body, then the, the good stuff will, won't be there either, will it? That's right. They're, they're indiscriminate bacterial killers. They don't discriminate between the good and the bad. They just wipe the lot out. Now, one of my mentors says for every day you take an antibiotic, you want to do a week of probiotics. You know, I, I don't care the price of probiotics. I will take them for the rest of my life because I've had so many antibiotics. And that is, I think, a big contributor as to some of the problems I suffered with growing up. Yeah, and I, and I know there's a, there's a lot of companies like Yakut and these yogurt companies say that they're giving you good probiotics, but they're actually full of sugar as well. Do you know what I mean? And these companies right. are, are masking their product, whereas a good probiotic, it does cost money, but a lot of good things for our body normally cost a little bit more, don't they? Exactly, exactly. But they're so worth doing, you know, and people, people will moan about, oh, this eating healthy costs more, but then they'll go out and, skint themselves buying a i don't know clothes or cars or whatever but i love this saying a man spends 50 years making his wealth and the other 50 buying back his health i feel like that's so true you know it doesn't matter what you've got in your possession when your health is gone you know there's no that you can't it's, it's hard to buy that back it's hard to get that back and it really is and 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 not only that, the older we get, Tommy, the harder it is to get that health back. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're in your, totally. your teens and your 20s and your early 30s, even at your early 30s now, um, particularly with all the accessible things we've got to hamper that, you know, like, like you said, all the food options and everything's so easy today. The longer you leave that, the harder it becomes. Do you find that particularly, you know, working with CEOs and um, people that run big corporations that it's a long journey now. It's very easy to put on, but it's bloody hard to take off. It is. It is. It really is. And what I also find as well, you know, the it's harder to, it's harder to change as we get older. Our body sort of gets addicted to some of these processed foods and it is really, really hard for some people to cut them out. Now, don't get me wrong. When they're at the end of their tether, some of them and when they are sick to death and they cannot take any more of what they're suffering with that is a good enough catalyst for them to change but you know i say to people you know week one might be tough week two you might just notice that you've got a little volume switch on you you know if you're suffering with low mood fatigue and brain fog every day to the point where you can't function and you're you're like a, a nine out of ten you can barely get out of bed give it two weeks and you might just notice that volume switch just drops down to a five that might be enough for you to get on with your life, do, do more. And in turn, it might be enough motivation to stick to what you're doing because 
if you can get more of the same like that and continue to turn that volume switch down, it could be well worth it. Mm, uh, so true. And and it, it's really about being proactive, not reactive. And a lot of the time, people have these serious health conditions, Tommy, and, and that's when they're like, all right, drastic measures need to be taken. But really, what you're saying, and, and so many people in the industry, we want to get ahead of the curve there and make it so it doesn't come to these life-threatening issues. That's essentially it, isn't it? That is so true. That is so true. And if you look at the people with the best bodies and that, you know, you, you'll see someone that's never trained and they'll have one day where they want this body and they've got the, all this motivation to do it, but that they're not willing to put in, you know, them thousands of reps and thousands of hours to get that, you know, and what you said about being more reactive. Some people, when, when this creeps up on them, it's just like, Oh, now I need to do something about, it, you know, and then it's do whatever you can to get rid of the problem. But, yeah, a preventative approach is well worth taking in the long run. Mm, and so true, mate. Those words ring. And, and I know people listening probably deep down, they know those words are true, but sometimes it's harder to, you know, really put those into action. Now, it's the start of the year, Tommy, and I think one of the biggest New Year's resolutions is to get fit and lose weight. Um, how can people actually do that? Do you know what I mean? And, and I'll, I'll give you a little bit of what I say to people is, don't set a year-long goal. Set a day-to-day goal once you get to the week. Set another week goal and then go to the month. So little in- increments for me work well instead of a whole year goal because I think it's something like by the, the 22nd or 23rd of January, 90% of New Year's resolutions have fallen yep. by the wayside. So you, you probably know it better than I do. But uh, what, are, what are some tips for people listening now that may have fallen off a little bit on the bandwagon of what they wanted to achieve this year and just so they can get back on it? Well, yeah, I mean, so true. It does. They do fall off quite early um, in January. <clears throat> and yes, I mean, I would say in terms of the weight loss and things like that, I mean, if you can if you can look after your health, if you can go by how you're feeling on a day-to-day basis and listen listen to your body and, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're flaring up and you're turning your volume switch up, the chances are <clears throat> you're probably not going to be going towards fat loss if you can go by how you feel as a side effect of feeling good and chasing the good feeling as a side effect you're gonna you're gonna look better you're gonna lose more fat you know yeah and i i totally agree with that and what i find particularly working with clients is that a lot of people come to you with the idea that they want to lose weight and get healthy, but it's the other things that they get first that they start to have more confidence. It increases like their energy, they're sleeping better, their mood improves. Um, it's really funny that they come with wanting something, but they end up getting so much more. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so much so. And even to the point where they're, you know, they'll surprise themselves sometimes. They'll do something that they couldn't do before and they're, they're just shocked, you know, it's, yeah, it's amazing. It really does have a knock-on effect on everything. Um, like you say, the sleeping, the mood, everything changes. And for so many people, if they're exercising, they're automatically going to try and eat a little bit better as well. You know, So these things all go hand in hand. They, they do, and that's exactly right. Once you get one thing going well, you actually want more of it. And if you stick to that, it's very addictive in a really positive way for not only your image, but the way you feel and the connections you have in your life. So, Tommy, as you just said, mate, people around the world, particularly in the UK, the US, I know in Australia, some parts are going into lockdown again. Um, we thought 2021 would be a little bit different, but it's not going to be. And um, 
where can we find you online, mate? Because um, you've got the opportunity now. And, and I think one thing we've figured out with um, people is that you can connect and be coached or work with people all over the globe. Um, I'm sure people are really interested in what you've spoken about today. Where can we find you, mate? You guys can find me on Facebook and Instagram at the moment. I don't have a website, but you know, I'd love you love for you to go on there, check out a little bit of my content. And I love to help people, Dal. You know, when I find something good, I want everyone to know about it. I really just want to share it with everyone. And I want to give people the knowledge because knowledge is power. And there is no power in not knowing. There is no power in having no choice as to what we can do to achieve peak performance or close to, you know. If people learn this little volume switch they've got on them, their lives will improve massively. Mm, I, so, so true, Tommy. And I know people listening can resonate. And I think it has come at a really good time, this interview, because it, it, even though it is the start of the year, it doesn't matter when it is. It's the time to change and improve your health because health is wealth, like we've said before. So, guys, this is episode number 224. I'll have links to Tommy's uh, Facebook and Instagram on the show notes. So go and check those out. Now, so before I let you go, mate, um, yep. uh, the English Premier League, when I lived in London, that was life. That was all we spoke about, mate. Uh, who's your team? <laughs> who's your, who's your uh. team? Well, it's not the best time to be telling you this, but my team is Chelsea. Oh. <laughs> we, we've lost a few games lately. We've lost a good few, and we've spent a lot of money. We're under our managers under a lot of pressure, but yeah. What, what about you? You got a team? You got a team you I follow did. in England? I did, mate. So I went for Fulham. Um, so oh, really? Yeah, I, I lived in uh, I lived in Hammersmith with uh, all the other Australians. So um, right near oh. Craven Cottage. So I think it was about a five minute walk. I went to every home game. I absolutely loved it. I've never sat at a sporting venue that is so cold where you physically can't feel your legs up into your knees and, and everyone sits there and they're chanting and then you look over to your left and there's guys with their shirts off. I'm like, this yeah. is next level. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but Fulham, that, that's our uh, West London neighbours. They are. Yeah, no, you're right. And um, there's a team called Newcastle um, and they will they will really go for it. They'll they'll be wearing shorts in the in the snow that just shorts, no T-shirt, nothing. Crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. I must admit, it's uh, if you've never been to an English Premier League game, it's uh, one of the most or I suppose any any real soccer game overseas or football, um, one of the most amazing sporting spectacles because I find Tommy, wherever you go in the world, that it's a mixture of fans. So when we're over here watching sport, there's all fans mixed in between each other, but English Premier League, there'll be all one home crowd. And then it'll be a tiny slither of the away team. So <laughs> yeah. Everyone's on the same champ. They're doing all these chants. It's made. It's incredible, isn't it? It really is. It really is. And now they're all in sync with each other as well. No, it's fantastic. It's a great experience. It really is. <laughs> oh, mate, I love it. I think I think that's one thing that uh, we need to get back, and that's crowds at our sports. It's great they're on TV, oh, totally. but uh, yeah, I agree, mate. Now, Tommy, thank you so much for uh, you know letting me see your office today in your car, mate. It's uh, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> but, uh, thanks, thanks for uh, yeah giving up your time and, and just sharing. I think uh, simple tips that people can really implement today uh, listening this. So um, yeah, take action, guys, because at the end of the day. You're in charge of your own health, nobody else. So, Tommy, thanks so much for your time. Great, man. Thank you very much, Val.